Hi, welcome to the Politically Slanted Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Kelly. And you've come to the right place for all things politics, pop culture, and what's making news this week. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Politically Slanted Podcast. It's been a minute since either of us have jumped on here and talked to you. You know, sometimes life just gets busy and we've had a lot going on. But I wanted to take a couple minutes today to kind of talk about the gun debate that seems to have been reignited once again. Um, we had a shooting over the weekend in Odessa, Texas. And that's prompted some outrage from Beto O'Rourke, who is running for president on the Democratic side. And he wants to force you to sell your AR-15s and AK-47s back to the government. And we also have um, Ted Cruz and Alyssa Milano, who are out here debating gun rights and 2A issues on Twitter they might actually be meeting up in Washington, D.C. to live stream an, an actual debate. And then yesterday, Megan McCain kicked off the new season of The View by defending Second Amendment rights and really going hard at the other hosts on the show, telling them that she's not living in an America without guns. So these are just a couple things that I wanted to touch on today. And I'm going to start off with Beto O'Rourke, since he's kind of actually talking outright confiscation. And I'm going to play you a clip here of him on... Yeah, the, the rhetoric that we've used, the thoughts and prayers that you just referred to, it has done nothing to stop the epidemic of gun violence. To protect our kids, our families, our fellow Americans in public places at a Walmart in El Paso where 22 were killed in Sutherland Springs in a church, uh, one or two a day all over this country, a hundred killed daily in the United States of America. We're averaging about 300 mass shootings a year. No other country comes close. So yes, this is up. And if we don't call it out for what it is, if we're not uh, able to speak clearly, if we're not able to act decisively, then we will continue to have this kind of bloodshed in America. And I cannot accept that. And so uh, we're going to speak uh, as defiantly and as strongly as we can, but we're also going to take action. Universal background checks, red flag laws, an end to the sales of weapons of war, and buying those AK-47s and AR-15s back so that they cannot be used against our fellow Americans. All right, so once again, that was um, former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke, who is running for president on the Democratic side, wanting to have you sell your AK-47s and AR-15s back to the government. So uh, my question with this whole buyback proposal that so many of the Democrats often do we didn't buy these weapons from the government to begin with, so how can they buy back something that they never sold us in the first place? I'd also like to know where the money is going to come from to buy these guns back, because if you know anything about firearms, these are not cheap weapons. Um, probably a basic AR-15 is going to run you around $1,000, so they're probably going to you know, shoot low and say, hey, your firearms used, 
and we'll give you 500 bucks for it. Um, but still, it, this is the most popular firearm in America, so there's lots of them out there. And I know that a lot of people probably own more than one, so it's probably going to end up costing millions, billions of dollars to buy these weapons back if anybody's willing to turn them in, which I kind of have a feeling may not happen because, you know, that is a, a violation of your Second Amendment rights to come and grab your guns. And I think that um, they may have some problems getting people to turn them over. And the people that they want to turn them over are not going to be the ones that actually do. So you also have that issue. The criminals out there, they're going to keep their weapons. I mean, why would they decide to follow the law now just because the government is mandating it? So in essence, you may have people that follow the rules that comply. You may have people that say, nope, you ain't going to come and take my guns I'm just going to keep it locked up here in the closet. And then you'll have the criminals that continue to buy and sell on the black market and obtain them illegally. And you'll still have the problem of the mass shootings happening, which is exactly the case for Odessa. Uh, the Odessa shooter actually failed a background check previously when he tried to obtain a firearm. So he bought his gun that he used in the shooting um, through a private sale. Now, I realize that the Democrats want to use this universal background check to close that private sale loophole, as they like to call it. But how do you really enforce something like that? It seems to me that it's similar to the texting and driving laws. You only can enforce it if a policeman happens to drive up next to you, see that you're on your phone, and assume that you are texting and driving. It's actually not illegal to surf the web or check your Facebook while you're driving, but it's you're not supposed to be texting. So it's kind of like they have to prove that that's what you were doing at the time that they pulled you over. And with private sales, I mean, someone could walk in my apartment, I could sell them my gun, and no one would know. It's just a private transaction. And if you're a criminal, I don't think that you're too concerned about um, getting your federally mandated license to sell that gun because all you care about is money. So, I mean, it's good in theory, but it's not a practical thing that will actually work. Um, they can pass it, but that doesn't mean people will follow the law. And as we all know, criminals definitely do not like to follow laws. Now, so the next thing I kind of want to talk about is Meghan McCain kicking off the current season of The View yesterday. She was a strong supporter of Second Amendment rights and got into a bit of a, a argument with the other co-hosts, including Abby Huntsman, who's supposed to be a conservative but seems to be a bit more moderate than you would expect from her. Um, but Megan was talking about gun rights and how if you start to take these weapons away from Americans that they are granted to own under the Constitution, that it's going to get very violent in this country. 
And I'm just going to play this clip from the show. You're going to get nothing done. That's basically the bottom line. When it comes to assault weapons. Yes. Or any well, gun control. I is by far the most popular gun in America, by far. So if you're talking about, again, I was just in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. You're talking around going and taking people's guns away from them. There's going to be a lot of violence. But they lived without them of, for many years I, during the ban. I'm not living without guns. I mean, I, I, it's not that all simple. Guns. What about living without the assault weapons no, that are killing popular, our children? All right. I, I, but what about right, living without right. just that how about, we live right. a, how about we live in a place? I'm not being in a place. Virtue signaled at 20 minutes into the How about we live in a place where we can actually walk in a mall and not look around and be nervous that someone's going to pull out a shotgun? Because that's what I feel safe that I can protect myself and I have guns in my house. I, all right. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there you have it. Um, you, you know, she makes a really good point about Wyoming. Um, I actually have a sister that lives in Wyoming and they all hunt and they have many of these types of so-called assault weapons that people are scared of. But the state of Wyoming is kind of interesting to look at. They actually have more firearms per capita um, of population than any other state in the United States. And I believe that the number of guns actually outnumber the number of people in the state. And yet there are no mass shootings. I think that there's maybe one or two murders in the state a year and the rest of the deaths by firearms are accidental so this argument that liberals want to make about having more guns makes us less safe it's just not true they really need to look at the underlying causes of what is causing these people to use these weapons in such a terrible way. So finally, what I want to also hit on is the interaction that happened between Ted Cruz and actress Alyssa Milano yesterday. Or I guess it's actually been going on for the last couple days. But um, if you know anything about Alyssa Milano, she is a big supporter of gun control and she often will go to the NRA conventions and kind of picket them outside and she works pretty much hand in hand with Moms Demand and the every town um, anti-gun groups. So Ted Cruz um, he actually responded to a tweet that she put out uh, which says, can someone cite which passage of the Bible God states it is a God-given right to own a gun? This guy is unbelievable and is clearly owned by the gun lobby. Um, so she was talking about Ted Cruz, who had listed several different reasons why self-defense is recognized in the Bible. He backed that up with some scriptures, and he talked about how it is not a right in the Bible to own a specific firearm, but it is a right to be able to defend life and using a firearm is a way for you to protect yourself. So you can go to his Twitter. He has like 10 different really good points that you can read. And it's actually also up on our website at politicallyslanted.com if you want to check it out there. Um, but he and Milano went back and forth 
And finally, she said that she would love to come to talk to him about gun issues and other issues, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Then she threw out a scripture verse at the end of that. And Ted says that he would love to debate her. He'd be happy to sit down and visit next week about uniting to stop gun violence and about the Constitution. And if we can have a civil and positive conversation in the spirit of 1 Peter 4, 8, as you suggest, despite our political differences, that might help resolve the discord in our nation. So after he put that out, Milano said she called his office and they're going to try to schedule something to meet up next week. And they're also planning to live stream it on the internet, which I think is kind of a brilliant thing for Ted Cruz to do. I know a lot of people say, why is he wasting his time? But I think it's good to talk to people that may not always agree with you. You can hear their side, they can hear your side, and hopefully people can kind of like have some actual discussion instead of yelling at each other. And maybe you can help each other understand your positions more I don't know if Alyssa Milano is actually willing to listen to Ted Cruz or if she just wants to kind of try to humiliate him, but he is known as an award-winning debater, so she's probably got her work cut out for her. But anyway, this should be really interesting to see, and I do hope that it actually happens and if we hear when, where, and how you can watch it, we will definitely put that up on our website. So that's about all I have for you today. I just want to kind of chat about the ongoing gun debate issue, play some clips of the major things that are happening with Beto O'Rourke, give props to Megan McCain for always fighting for our Second Amendment rights out there. And as always, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow along. We post all of our stories from politicallyslanted.com on there, as well as our website. You can follow us on Twitter at Slanted Politics. We're on Instagram under Politically Slanted. And we'd love to hear feedback from you on our podcast. Like I said, I know it's been a while since either one of us jumped on here. Hopefully we won't go as long between episodes and we've got the big Democrat debate coming up next week. So you can definitely expect recaps from that. But as always, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Like us, rate us, subscribe, and hope to catch you soon. Yeah.